Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 30th. I almost said 20th. I don't know what day it is anymore. Uh, 2024. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This week on the show, we'll be talking about, uh, let's see, we got Texas, a couple overseas disasters, well, moral disasters, and a moral imperative question. Mm. Oh. But like a, a question you're going to ask us? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, it's more of a, there is no answer, I don't think. But in any case, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, but first, let's start over in New Hampshire. There was a call from the Center for Inquiry. Uh, Azir Majid is the director of government affairs there. He has, there's a webpage that we will put at the top of this episode. If you live in New Hampshire... Go fill out this form and try to uh, help defeat the bill on restricting teaching evolution in public schools. Mm. There is HB 1206 in New Hampshire that will declare anything that is a theory as unproven and therefore should not be taught in public schools. Good God. Oh, that old trick. Yeah. Yeah. Or a new trick that they keep trying. <laughs> it's, Yeah. Yeah. In any case, you can't really influence people if, you, if you're not a constituent, I don't think. But if you live in New Hampshire, there's an easy way to at least, you know, try and make a difference. Also, I wanted to mention in Oklahoma, I think, did we talk about this last week? The Intelligent Design Bill in Oklahoma. Basically, there's a bill that would make intelligent design scientifically credible so that it can be taught in public schools. Yeah. <laughs> Turn, so, make what? it into a theory <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but so we've got new hampshire trying to strike out evolution and oklahoma trying to just throw in intelligent design nice and what have they come up with to uh is there anything in the article about what they're saying about it to make it seem more credible please do this or else <laughs> <laughs> is it a banana thing <laughs> Uh, no, it's just a a way to include it includes intelligent design in with identical language that would allow teachers to discuss the theory of intelligent design right alongside evolution. I mean, I think in Oklahoma's case, it's one of those we have the majority. We need to press forward while we have it mm. and, and get all this stuff on the books. Sure. So in any case, just to follow up, uh, something else that is pretty quick under the medicine, uh, the CDC, there's an article on Ars Technica talking about how the CDC has put out an alert uh, to clinicians and doctors. Uh, there have been 23 measles cases in the U.S., including two outbreaks. So there is a global surge in transmission of measles and if anybody who is not vaccinated leaves the country and comes back with measles, guess what? You've got another outbreak because there are so many people not vaccinated at this point. So uh, many. I was yeah. I was reading a, a parallel article to this, I imagine. 
it was uh, the World Health Organization was speaking and they were saying that in uh, 2022, the number of cases of measles around the world was reported was 941. In 2023, the number was just north of 30,000. Wow. That is a huge increase. The anti- <laughs> so you can't trust those vaccines that have been working for, what, a century and a half? Saving yeah. countless lives? Those are sketchy. Get rid of those. Give me the measles. It's coming back in a big way, baby. Ian, who am I going to trust, a scientist or a former Playboy <laughs> playmate on, the, on vaccines? <laughs> Come on, man. That data is actually in this article, too, by the way. Exactly the numbers you, you mentioned. <laughs> wow. There are currently 2,000 2, children in the hospital with measles, 27 of them in serious condition because it's a serious disease. Mm. Well. And those numbers you just read off, that's specifically in Kazakhstan. Oh. (laughs) 2,000 children in Kazakhstan are hospitalized with the measles. I mean, that's what the future of what America is going to be if we keep up with these anti-vax numbers. Because, I mean, right now, like like the article says, in order to get it um, in America, you you practically have to bring it from overseas. At some point, it will be endemic here again. And it'll be, you know, you'll get it from your neighbor but I don't want measles. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think you're probably good. But anybody that's not vaccinated or is immune compromised, welcome to America. <laughs> Counterpoint, Jenny McCarthy's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> Dispute that, scientist. <laughs> is she, though? I'm, I'm sorry, but level of ignorance or stupidity really takes away from that attractiveness in my mind. But... Uh, I'm going to say that it is objectively true. Okay. She has a symmetrical face. She has a full chest. She has a round bottom. <laughs> she has succulent lips. She hosted disgust- singled out. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm not listing any accomplishments. I'm only listing physical traits. <laughs> I say like they don't are- let any dummy host that show. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I, I understand her science acumen. <laughs> I don't know. She's over 50 now. She's heading into the, you know, invisible woman phase, so... Uh, you you underestimate what Jared and I are into and what age we are. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Don't kink shame me, Karen. <laughs> All right, let's head into, and I don't have, I, I am not going to be speaking on this. I have not been following the news on this, but let's take a look at what's going on in Texas. Um, I am at this point, I should have given Karen a heads up. I didn't. Hey, hey, Karen, you want to, uh, you want to talk about this? (laughs) You want to get people up to speed on, on what we're talking about? Oh my God. Yeah. Heads up would have been good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. So what's happening in Texas? So the Texas governor has decided that he wants to police the federal border of Texas with Mexico and he put up razor wire. The federal officials came in and said, hey, we would like to not have that there because we have found in, you know, in history that if you put up razor wire on the on the border, the people drown in this river here. So we would like to take that down. And they start to take it down and Texas blocks them. Texas's response, those aren't people. Right. Texas's response was, those aren't people. This is our right. Hover, 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 hover. We're being, we're, we're <laughs> defending the border of our country. Right. And we're defending stay. the, yeah. And they're doing this all in a place called Shelby Park in Texas. Um, the Supreme Court weighed in and said, no, 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 this, the, the federal government is responsible for uh, the border of this country, and they have the right to take down this razor wire. And so far, Texas has said, 
uh-uh. <laughs> and that's the extent of their argument is oh, they've now declared that um, we are being invaded, as in, you know, invaded by a military force, <laughs> and they are defending the country. And yeah. During this, at one point, Trump called for southern states to mobilize troops to help Texas. <laughs> he Which... also urged Republicans not to vote on the border bill. Yep. Because he wants to run on that. Right. Right. Which Mitch McConnell just kind of breathed out like that, that he said that, which everyone's like, what? Wait, huh? what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's put it out on Front Street because his, the, the, you know, the, the MAGA faithful are idiots and it doesn't right. matter what the truth is. And so. I can't believe I'm saying this. Sometimes the Senate wants to get things done. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Senate's been working with the president. They had a bill all teed up, ready to go. And the House said, no, we're not going to do that because it's disadvantageous to our party to actually solve this problem. We would rather run on yes. it. So in the well, meantime, part of the reason they actually wanted to get the bill passed because there actually is a problem going yes. on down there. <laughs> yeah, they need, they, need, they need money for troops. They need money for people to get down there to solve the problem because yeah. there are a lot of people coming over the border. We all acknowledge this. But of all of the, I think it's 24 at this point, governors, all of the Republican governors of the United States, minus the governor of New Hampshire or Vermont. Vermont. Might have been one of those two. It was one of them. It was one of those. One of those two states that should be one. See, I I guess I was just (laughs) thinking that that Vermont probably doesn't have a Republican governor. Mm. And I know that Chris Sununu is the New Hampshire governor, and I know that Mm. he loves Nikki Haley and the GOP. Okay. So So I'm sure he's not bowing to Trump. He's not. But the rest of the Republican governors are, and they're all sending troops. Whether that's, you know, five guys in a pickup truck or, you know, 2,000, but... Yeah, it's, it's, you know, the the, the reserves in that state are probably being sent out to Texas. Yep. That seems dangerous and, and... I'm suspicious of its legality, but yeah, I'm also suspicious that we have a system in place to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what is the action that the federal government takes at this juncture? I mean, one of the things that they could do is say, um, "All right, all of you, uh, Texas federal, uh, Texas reserve people, you now report mm-hmm. directly to the federal government because they can do that." Yes, but is there a price to pay if to do that? So, yeah, yeah. it's it's a mess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about I'm not a tactician. Yeah. I don't know how this works. <laughs> so at this point, yeah, the um, the Biden's government has not yet responded to this because they're completely unlawful. My favorite meme that I saw out of this was somebody from um, the you know a Texas Facebook group said, if we secede from the union, what will happen to my um, social security check? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, the, hey, I like that they're almost smart enough to put it together. Yeah, like, I, I appreciate that level of functionality. <laughs> Before I do this, yeah. what about my money? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's this or your money. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> Tell me more about this money plan. Wait, the party I'm supporting wants to get rid of the social security that I like. <laughs> yeah. The thing that you know pays my rent and you know feeds me. And the next crazy days to come out of it is that um, they have called out for, you know, people to join them on the border. You know, public people, just normal folks. Yep. So there is a... Including a convoy Hmm. of Jesus-loving, election-denying, anti-vax, and QAnon devotees that is going to be a convoy of truckers heading to the border in Texas. 
Great. So Anarchy yeah. Anarchy Princess supposedly has tracked these folks down. If you don't know who Anarchy Princess is, she's 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 a lot, but she's worth following. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Keep trying to sell it. <laughs> oh, she's a lot. <laughs> she's the one that stands up behind um, Navarro every time he goes out into the courthouse steps and blows whistles, <laughs> so he can't do a public press conference. It's it's amazing. Oh, that was. Hilarious. <laughs> every time he goes out there, she does this. She follows him. And every time she wa- he wants to talk to the press, she's like, ah, no dice. <laughs> Someone needs to get her the shame bell from Game of Thrones. <laughs> In any case, she tracked down these mega truckers. And so far, there's like 19 vehicles. There's one bus and 18 cars. So I'm not particularly concerned about these mega truckers. But, <laughs> uh, but they do represent the craziest of the crazy. They do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go down and shoot some defenseless immigrants, man. <laughs> yeah, our Christ would love that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on in Texas. I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's worth watching because there's a bunch of crazy now in there at the moment. How do you, but like, <laughs> how does a Trump voter hear this? I mean, like, and I have no doubt in my mind that Trump will just come out and be like, of course I don't want the border to be fixed while I'm running for president. Right. You know? Yeah. Hear that and then go, yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> like, knowing there's a problem, like, did they just, like, skip over that part? Or do they, I, I don't understand how that works. It, it's not about facts. It's about, um. But, I, but they're, but, like, they're acknowledging the fact. They're like, yeah, he didn't, of yep. course he doesn't want the border fixed. He wants to win. Right. Because it's all. Uh, so I, then are they essentially being like, I don't really care about the border. <laughs> like. Correct. They don't. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> No concern of the border whatsoever. No, it's but just if about I ask winning. Them that they'll go. No, I do care about the border, and be like, well, then why are you okay with this? And then you get them in a logic loop, and then they just, right. They call well, me a pedophile and because run away. They, yeah, then they don't want to say, <laughs> I hate brown people. If I can disguise my hate as security and nationalism, then I'll feel better about it. Right. And I think even more fundamental than that, it's not about. Um, it's the the issue at hand doesn't make any difference. It's just about winning the argument. It's just about winning. Hmm. It doesn't matter if, if it's trans rights. It doesn't matter if it's you know immigration. It's just about being the winner. That's it. That that's a, it's the stripped down to its basic. It's just about it's winning. True. It does feel like it's often about controlling others. Yeah, that must be a rush. Mm. Trolling the libs. We got them. <laughs> now back to that. Or libtards. <laughs> Taylor Swift trying to control our brains. <laughs> I can dig it. I'm on board with that. The NFL's rigged. The NFL's rigged. Also true, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm too too committed to back out now. <laughs> Even when they transition to flag football, I'll still probably get suckered into it. <laughs> so I did want to mention this, and I didn't put it in the list anywhere. You did hear apparently this uh, this conspiracy theory that what I heard was from a couple big football fans was that well, if you ever needed proof that the NFL is rigged. <laughs> Here you go, because the Chiefs just aren't that good, but they're winning because they want to keep Taylor Swift in the news and and keep football relevant for all the Swifties. Yeah. Didn't Kansas City win the Super Bowl last year? They did. They were totally a legitimate team. Their win was probably legitimate. I, you know, but not to say that, I mean, it's this is coming up to the, you know, the biggest televised sporting event mm. of any kind anywhere. And now you're pulling in 
what's a hundred million new eyeballs? Oh my god, they are—they don't even give it. They're calling it the Swift Bowl. Oh my god, it's—it's. It's, I mean, that's 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 money to the infinity degree. That's something. So I mean, I don't know. I, I did watch the game. I didn't see anything unscrupulous. I I more saw the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens uh, just having an off night throwing some inaccurate passes at some terrible times and some key turnovers, but there wasn't like a, a call where they were like, well, we want to check with New York and then they give them <laughs> some bogus ruling. And then, you know, it gives the Chiefs the advantage or something like that. But, I don't uh, remember what you said about, uh, about the game, but apparently Joshua is, is all kinds of pissed off because the world cup he says is, you know, I think is bigger. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. It's probably more, more world recognized, but I, I don't know. I, I, the Super Bowl is, I would have to compare the viewerships and the World Cups over a longer stretch of time. So I feel like it's it's almost an apples and oranges situation. Mm, sure. True. I mean, certainly the biggest thing in America, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you but, see? Do yeah, you see what um, the average price for a ticket at the Super Bowl is this year? Oh, it's. I I would imagine. I don't even want to imagine because I don't have realistic expectations. I still think concerts should cost twenty dollars, not a hundred dollars. I, I, I think it's hovering around thirteen thousand for the Ooh. lowest end ticket. That's the worst thing you, I've ever you, heard. You, you, you want wow. the, a little higher end package? Thirty grand. Wow, per wow. ticket. Yeah, that's insanity. No, like who? I mean, I. That's what I. Well, I'll just watch it on the TV and have some snacks. Yeah, yeah. Like when they show the the audience, I'm always like, "Look at all these normal people." I'm like, "They cannot be normal people. They cannot be normal." Right. If or you're they willing are... to blow, if you can blow forty grand for your family to go see the Super Bowl. People will though. People will, you know, so. s- spend half of their salary, their annual salary, and go do a thing because it's the thing that's important to them. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I can see that. I can see that as a as a pretty fairly common bucket list item. I mean, if you're about to declare bankruptcy, let's go to the Super Bowl. Just, you know, before we do it, <laughs> let's go to the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> but Treat back, yourself. <laughs> back to the other thing, like Fox News is like, they're nuts about this Taylor Swift shit. Yeah. They are crazy and the conspiracy theories that are flying. Wow. But I, I saw, imagine this will, this will, this, this, well, yeah, the Super Bowl might break some records for viewership. Sure. Maybe. I mean, even I'm mildly interested to watch this year. Well, Usher's going to be the musical guest, right? That's always a well, good time. I'm out now. I'm out now. Thanks, Karen. I was in, but fucking Usher? No, I'm out. <laughs> That's so weird. I feel more neutral about it. I'm like, yeah, I Usher, have whatever. No opinion on fucking Usher yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> he does not. His music motivates me in no way. So <laughs> nor, nor, nor does the halftime show ever interest me. He's got a couple catchy tunes. There's, yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong oh, with Oh, Jared, there's been some some gems oh, no. over the last decade. Right, but I can always watch them and not watch the game. I can sure, mm, sure. tune in. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Don't get me I, wrong. I, the Dr. Yeah. Dre LA one uh-huh. was <laughs> crazy. Crazy. That was really good. Yeah, it really was. But, uh, like, I watched, because I'm sort of like an Eagles fan, like, you know, like, in passing. Sure, you're close. Um, so, so. Yeah. yeah, so I'll watch one of those. But, like, this one with the Taylor Swift shit. Has like mildly got me. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll watch this year. You know, <laughs> watch the for the controversy. Yeah, no, it's 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 for. I I think it's for real. I uh, the weekend this weekend we we took Owen to to get some pictures taken, and the uh, photographer's daughter is a classmate of his, so she's ten, and we we're like. She's like, what are you doing later? And I was like, I don't know. It's just going to be a lazy day. I was like, what are you doing later? The 10-year-old was ten, asking you this? this yeah, this 10-year-old <laughs> girl goes, yeah, she was, she's a professional. Her mom, she works with her mom. She <laughs> is, you know, there to engage with 
Right. You know, the, the family. <laughs> but I said, what are you doing? She goes, I got to get home and watch the Chiefs game. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, I love Taylor Swift. I was like, <laughs> I was like that's that's an absolute. I, I have absolutely no objection to her bringing all these people who would otherwise not even give football another look into football. Sure. I, I, I mean, in addition to being a, a, a fan of her as a performer, I love that she is delivering live music that she has written mm. on music she can play to an entire, you know, generation of, of young people. I, I think that's, that's fantastic for music. I think she's fantastic for the NFL. I hope she's as nice a person as she seems. But you have all of the uh, the football fans who were so upset because of the whole Kaepernick controversy. Right. <laughs> and they're like, I'm not watching anymore. So this goes hand in hand with the, the latest conspiracy theory that I actually saw on Twitter. Somebody posted that behind the scenes, Taylor and Travis sing the national anthem on their knees <laughs> while guzzling Bud Light. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, I feel like having read that or once that was made public, they probably like did it as a dare to one another. Right. <laughs> but uh, that's just, yeah, that's just like nonsense. That's just good old fashioned nonsense. I can't fault that at all. Why they are still on that Bud Light shit, huh? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I'd, I'd forgotten about it, but. They are, man. <laughs> I saw a retrospective of uh, the Daily Wire Plus's movie Lady Ballers. Yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this movie. Um, totally it, unaware. Yeah. It's a, a well, it's a Daily Wire. Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire yeah. made a movie called Lady Ballers about a group of washed-up basketball guys that want to win again. So they decide to pretend to be trans women and join a women's league and obviously crush it. Oh my god. In there. And, uh, and and Ted Cruz makes a cameo in this movie, by the way. Um, <laughs> it looks stupid. It looks hack. Um, but there's even Bud Light jokes in that one. <laughs> like, it is, man, like, I mean, I know we all laughed and we're like, oh, Bud Light will be fine. Like, but they really have taken a hit, huh? On this show. I assume they've already bounced back. Oh, yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't hang around a lot of people who drink that fucking swill. Right, <laughs> um, right. I, it's, it's not on my radar at all. But I mean, it's back. I'm, no, I'm just wondering if, like, if you go to your local redneck bar and order a Bud Light, like, do people look at you like you just like? I don't know if you get pushback for that or not. Yeah. It depends. Like, again, their 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 main brands. The UFC is embracing Bud Light. Um, oh, okay. The NFL is embracing Bud Light. Apparently, Peyton Manning and. Emmett Smith show up at bars and buy people Bud Lights. So I don't know. I, I, I'm i unmotivated by it. It's not going to make, it's not going to affect my Bud Light consumption. No. Right. <laughs> it might affect your consumption of other Anheuser-Busch products. No, probably won't. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, unless they have, uh, I don't know what I'm in the market for that they make. I mean, I'd what are you going to do? If, <laughs> I mean, like, and I know guys who live and die when I bartended by drinking Bud Light. Like, it sure. was the most favorite thing in the world. Like, what do you do in that situation? <laughs> Especially if you don't give a shit about the uh, other thing, but you, like, live in this community, you're like, Coors Light? I can't, I can't drink Bud Light anymore? Like, <laughs> just like a, you know, like a Harry Potter fan who's like, I, I don't, I can't like Harry Potter anymore? <laughs> I've like, grown the, up loving that. <laughs> there are I'm sure other there's beers. other piss-flavored fizzy <laughs> water that you can buy. 
But I mean, that's your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Coors Light, Miller Light, they're all acceptable substitutes. They're all basically the yeah. same. Boy, that's something. But they're who not the same. Yeah. <laughs> there is a very distinct, I mean. Oh, it's the corn if, thing? Again, a rice thing? No, it's just, it's all like, it's, oh, you're right. None of it's, woo. Yeah. But everybody's, all of those, bleh, present, one of them will always present themselves as someone's favorite. Brand all of those loyalty. beers are totally, yeah. oh, totally unmotivating. But, you know, I'm going to pick Mick Ultra every time you ask. I'm never <laughs> going to be like, today's the Bud Light Day or today's the acceptable Coors Light Day. You're Maybe right. Maybe if it's I think... super hot and I only want water, then I'll drink a Coors Light. But, like, Miller Light's, <laughs> I think but... Karen's missing the point that these people who generally live and die by Bud Light aren't drinking it because it tastes so fucking good. They no. can just it's, yeah. you slam them down all night without getting totally right. wasted. Right. Yes. You do the <laughs> fucking Pepsi challenge on that to. shit with Coors Light and anything else. I'm not going to be able to tell the difference, but <laughs> it's just something about ordering a bud that they mm. like. Well, that's their that's their tribe. Sure. Huh. See, I feel like you could. I feel like they're, they're four or five very distinct beers. Really? Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> tell the difference between Bud Light and Coors Light. <laughs> but you're not an aficionado of that style of Coors, beer, though. Coors Light is much lighter. Hmm. Chorus, Chorus Light is shockingly light. All right. I think I'm going to slam the brakes on not, this. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, on this beer, quote unquote, beer discussion. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and pull us back on to uh, some other news things. More Taylor Swift news? I, I, I'm out of Taylor Swift, I think. Oh, but. man. Next week, then, I hope. Uh, I did want to swing over from Texas to Arizona where the legislature is trying to override the popular vote. They want, apparently, this is something I, did, I just learned about this tonight from our Discord channel. Um, they have Resolution 1014 that would override the process of uh, the popular vote to, uh, to change laws in Arizona. Yep. So the lawmakers would uh, be able to step in and say, yeah, I know the people voted for this, but I know better. You know. The people's representatives. Right. That is shockingly dangerous. Yeah. Again, I'm so suspicious as how this is even legal. I mean, yeah, that's a really good question. The good news about this is if the legislature, even if they pass the bill, it will then go on to November's ballot for voters to decide if it should be added to the state constitution. Yeah. So. But when they vote for that, go, well, you made a mistake on that vote, too. I know better. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't. They they know that they can't just arbitrarily decide this, but they are doing the mathematics, or this one guy is doing the mathematics that the Arizona voting populace at this point in time might vote for this. <laughs> that seems like uh, like I'm not going to totally. It just seems like insanity, but mm. well, let's a, put a couple other facts in here. The senator yeah. who's really pushing for this, Anthony Kern, he was a frequent. Figure in the attempt to overturn the 2020 election, he was among what the lawmakers <laughs> who uh, signed into document. Uh, he signed into a document falsely claiming to be one of the electors for President Trump. Uh, he was also photographed in the crowd Ooh. at the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. Oh, so this this dude's a real winner. I feel like you don't need to even say that anymore. You have a crazy story. You don't need to preface it with all that shit. We just know. Right. <laughs> or there should just be a catch-all phrase. You'd be like... He's one of them. He's a shrumper. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, what does that mean? Uh, it's a catch-all for all of these things that this person has done. Yep. <laughs> so, Arizona, put your big boy and girl pants on and go out and vote if this gets in front of you, because good lord. 
I, I mean, hope it, it doesn't even get that far, but it, it shouldn't. But who knows? Oh, don't you worry. Yeah. The cyber ninjas are gearing up for another recount. They're on their way already. <laughs> it's that desert heat. It cooks their brains. <laughs> Sorry, Hypatia. <laughs> I mean that lovingly. Uh, moving north up to Ohio, and I really, we discussed this right before the show. I know next to nothing about this, but apparently the Ohio House has uh, over overrode DeWine's veto of... Uh, a bill banning gender-affirming care? Yes. I, this, oh. this story has uh, had a couple of ups and downs. First, the Ohio yeah. House and the Senate passed this bill, and DeWine actually vetoed it and said, no, I have talked to some trans people and parents of trans children, and I have determined that this is a bad bill. And then the legislator said, you're wrong, and they overrode his veto. So in 30 days, the Saving Adolescents from Experimentation Act is going to go into effect. There will be no gender-affirming care for children who are not, or under 18, who are not already on said care. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> what? I think what I took away from that is gender-affirming care is... Wait. <laughs> wait, is it illegal or legal? It, That's in, where I got confused. In 30 days, it will be illegal. Like, like I said, there's a couple of ups and downs, but now we're in a down. Um, the legislator wait. overturned so, DeWine's veto. And so, okay, so... The legislature was trying to pass a bill that says yes to experimenting on kids? No. Uh, what? So wait, there, wait, let's go. Well, the bill is called Saving Adolescents from Experimentation. What they right? are what they are saying is that gender affirming oh care God. is experimentation on right. adolescents. Oh my god. It's, oh my god. It's the soaring against the freedom. Yeah. I'm, yeah, nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Quick confession. I'm a tiny bit high and may have conflated gender affirming care with conversion therapy oh, no, no. and i totally freaked out oh no i was like why are we pro conversion therapy again what's going on i just couldn't wrap my head around it and now i am ashamed yeah. well ian that is ashamed as me because i have a confession i am yes. a little bit not high and I got mm -hmm. confused, so I'm just a fucking dummy. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was an up and down and all around you know roundabout story. So sorry about that. It was confusing. Yeah, it was wild. A lot of lot of. Well, <laughs> like Joshua said in the Discord, it is a triple negative bill. Yeah, and and then it got vetoed, and then they overturned the veto, and now we're like, wait, where are we? Where are we? Right at this point, uh, where we are is that. Um, Parents and um, people under 18 will not be able to work with a doctor and get care that they feel is essential to their child's best interest. Because Yes, the, the, I do remember this now. Yeah. DeWine vetoed it right. because he said it's going to get tied up in, you know, in, in, in the court system mm. and it's going to get overturned. He said you need to come up with a better one with better language. And they said, nope. We like the one we've got. Yep. Yep. And it, you could even – supposedly it's written badly enough that adults with gender-affirming care are concerned about their ability to get care at this point. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, every couple of weeks Ohio's <laughs> like, hey, have you forgotten about what a shit state we are? Let's <laughs> well, because the people of Ohio keep saying, please stop being shitbags. We don't want that. And they're just like, you're no. Right, you're right. I shouldn't be disparaging the yeah. people. I mean, they voted those people in. Yeah. So they, and But again, there's gerrymandering yeah. and other shady shit. So, uh, you know, I don't want to 
But yeah, Ohio legislature, scum bags. Oh, yeah. The yeah. max. True story. Hey, speaking of scumbags, <laughs> what is it? One American News, OAN? Is that what it is? Yes. Did I get that that is one American correct? News. Okay. So apparently, uh, they have been engaged in criminal activities while promoting the 2020 election lies. Indeed. Huh? So. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So uh, OAN, the president of OAN, sent an email to Sidney Powell with an attachment which consisted of usernames and passwords of Smartmatic equipment, of people that worked yeah. at Smartmatic. And where did OAN get that info? That's a really good question. I wonder where they did get it. That has not been addressed Whoa. yet. <laughs> I'm curious if this was the Kraken that Sydney was going to release. Yeah, but Sydney was trying. They, they sent it to her with the intention so they could break into the machines. So uh, she, 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 I mean, right. she would never release that That's information. That's why they're against voter fraud. <laughs> every Republican objection is a confession. Yes, every single one of them. Yes, they were saying, we want to commit more voter fraud, but can't. Help us, please. <laughs> and OAN said, hey, we've got some passwords the Russians gave us, maybe. I don't know if it was the Russians, but that's my guess. So apparently this came out in some sort of discovery process on a court case that, that OAN is involved in. Right. Smartmatic has sued OAN and Fox News and Sidney Powell, et cetera, et cetera, for a billion dollars. It's another one of those cases. Nice. Yeah. And this came out in discovery. That the president of OAN sent Sidney Powell an email with the usernames and passwords for Smartmatic equipment. I'm like, wow. There you, you know go. What this sounds like to me. Mm. Bye bye OAN, because I know you don't have money like Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. There's no no yeah. Rupert Murdoch behind that fucking place. Right, but you, I mean, I think the the goal for some of this from Smartmatic's point of view is just shut down OAN, just close them, take all their money and close them, and dent Fox News as much as you can. Maybe. You better call up uh, Mike Lindell and see if he's paid his fucking ad fees for OAN. Get him real quick before you go down. Yeah. He's already declared bankruptcy, uh, so. All right. Before we get too far gone, uh, I want to ask my moral imperative question. Um, the qu oh, yes. The, the question is, is veganism a moral imperative? Now, there is an article on the sec secularhumanism.org that talks about another article uh, which declares that being a vegan is a moral imperative because it talks about that humans have an inherent moral value because of their intelligence, their ability to recognize themselves as, uh, uh, as a person, their cognitive abilities, etc., etc. And the article on secular... Wow, I can't talk. Secular humanism talks about the fact that there's a lot of problems with that argument. Because what about humans with severe cognitive impairments? If they don't possess sentience, does that mean we can eat them? <laughs> Wait, what? It, it's, yes. it, it puts down sure. this line of, <laughs> well, animals are, are self-aware, and we could, we could maybe say that they're sentient, so we can't eat them. But cows aren't cute, so I can eat cows. <laughs> that, that's my baseline. So the argument is that we are morally obliged to give animals at least as much moral consideration as we give humans. Hmm. And um, yeah, I'm just curious what you think about that uh, that argument. I, I don't agree with that. So I the, don't think at all. I'd have to hear it more. You know, maybe maybe there's someone on that side that could articulate it in a way that I could get a better grasp on. But to 
elevate yourself uh, and separate yourself from animals and nature in such a way that that sentiment suggests, uh, I think, is vain and hmm. inappropriate. Uh, I think we are have evolved into, you know, almost beyond an apex predator. Hmm. I think we gained our dominance, you know, in an appropriate way. I, I think we should continue to exist at that level. I, I don't see any reason to... To compromise on that, I can have, but I do have. I'm. I have moral objections to factory farming. Sure, I think there's. You can treat animals with respect and not cause them undue pain, but well, still be a carnivore. Yeah, but would you say that if, about humans? If we were eating humans, <laughs> you're like, well, what I'm guessing, what I'm saying is, would you be more comfortable with eating humans if we did it in a more humane way? <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of you know. Uh, is that sanit? Is that I don't know if if human meat can you process your human? I don't know. I guess cannibals do. Can well, can you process it? Yes. Does it have bad side effects? Yes. Yes, yeah. it does. Okay. Prions so, and such. Yeah. Okay, I would worry about that then. Mm. Right. There, there's there's are physiological reasons that cannibalism is wrong. It's not just a moral thing. Well, I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't think it... Well, there's two components to it. There is the the, the morality, and then there's the, just the unwiseness of it <laughs> for medical reasons. Sure. I think both can be considered. Both reasons can be considered. I don't know. This is a stupid argument. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. Why so? Uh, because we've been eating animals... Other animals eat animals. Like, it's just part of the process of how things work. And we're omnivores. We are not, you know, um, obligate carnivores, but we, there is nutrition that we need that, that we need that only exists in meat. Right. There's a reason we we just started eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yes. Are you going to make me choose between a cow that I've never seen and a cow that I've befriended? <laughs> yes. I'm probably not going to want to eat the cow that I've befriended. I've seen cute cows. I've seen people. They're very fun to lay on. And yes, I would not. Same thing with any animal that I that I eat. A chicken, a fucking pig. If I was friends with it, I wouldn't want to kill it. I'll eat any chicken. I can never be my friend. <laughs> How do you know? Have you ever had a chicken as a pet? No, they're disgusting. I would never want a chicken as a pet. Anyway, I had I, I grew up around chickens a little bit, and they're just out there. No, they I, are filthy animals. They're mm. they're they're well, horrible to be around. In my mind. To, to be fair, most most animals are filthy. We would be filthy if we didn't have showers. So, well, that's true. true. Yeah. Humans are disgusting. <laughs> yes. Some humans Gross. are filthy who take showers. This is true. Mm -hmm. My argument against this, I, I didn't actually write it down. I kind of wish I had. Um, but this this idea that there is a moral imperative, to me, it, it like makes the assumption that there is an objective morality. And I'm sorry, but we came from nothing. There is no God setting down a morality for us. We evolved to consume other beings to survive. Mm. And again, factory processed meat. Sure, we, we could make the lives of, of the creatures, the animals that we consume, a little bit more pleasant. I'm fine with that. No reason to torture them before, you know, killing them to consume them. But at the same time... Like, like Ian said, but that's not part of the argument, though. No, no, it's so, not. It, it, the argument is to be vegan, to not kill or right. eat animals at all. But for what moral imperative? I mean, it, because they have intelligence, they have self awareness. Okay, now and saying that because humans also have self awareness. Yes, 
where do you draw the line? And I'll tell you where this line is drawn. All right. Mm-hmm. If I am living with a cow in a house in the middle of the woods, and this cow obviously relies on me to feed it, if I were to die in the room with the cow, after a few days, the cow not being fed will probably eat my body. Now, I'm using this as a, I don't know exactly how cows work with meat and stuff like that, but there are plenty, plenty of stories of people dying in their house and the pets eating them. Sure. Very true. Yeah. Right? Now, a human probably would not do that. <laughs> a human will probably go and find a way to feed itself or dispose of the body and understand. And that is the difference. So equating a human, like, yes, biologically down to the cells, yes, we're all the same, but there are some fundamental differences between even the highest fucking primate and us as far as, like, self-awareness and following rule. You know what I'm, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah, well, I agree. All right. Well, I think that uh, I think the reason that that exists though is because we have we have defined the idea of a moral imperative. We have to we have you know our brains are big but, enough that we can actually conceptualize of a situation. I don't think a cow can do that. Even a dog or a cat can't do that. Not even a pig who are intelligent. I, but you have to look back to things like there have been numerous instances of people. Uh, there was a, I read an article just recently about that uh, airplane that crashed in the Andes. It was probably. 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Yeah, probably. alive. The, the alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah the alive. Yeah. That's a, that's based on a true story. They they crashed and there was lots of moral arguments backwards and forwards as to whether they saved their own lives by consuming the humans that had died. Oh, and it was rough for them because they were a religious lot of people. Yeah. And the ones that survived are the ones that ate their friends. <laughs> Where's the moral imperative in that? Survival? Uh, but... I don't think you can equate that to veganism, though, because we're not talking about a survival situation. We're just talking about day-to-day food choices. Right. So, right. yeah, right. But the what, but their argument being that we shouldn't eat an animal because they have they're they're just like humans in self awareness. I'm like, no. There's, I mean, there is to some extent, but not. I don't know. It's really pushing it. And again, yeah. what are these people who are vegans trying to say to us? Like, we're moral immoral because we eat meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's exactly what, well, at least this vegan is trying to say. Yeah. Well, what about the, in the, so veganism is a step beyond vegetarianism. So that with veganism, there's no um, eggs, no milk, no cheese. There's no products of an animal either. Yeah. No butter. No butter. Ah, no butter. No honey. Right. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that sounds terrible. (laughs) But again... That's why. It sounds like a sad life and they're lashing out. Yeah, like, if you're doing it for some type of health reason, or even if it's some kind of moral thing that you don't want to do that, that's fine. Rock on, yeah. But you're out of your fucking mind if you think that's going to (laughs) happen for the rest of us who have been eating meat for how many hundreds of fucking thousands of years? (laughs) Well, and what about, you know, factory-grown... Vegetable products, then. So, I mean, is it was there a moral imperative to not crowd your corn in a field? No, but indoor hydroponic gardening is just so efficient. <laughs> Listen, we're going to run out of you know tillable soil here as we continue to make more and more gross, gross people. Um, <laughs> meat so. is so good that they're trying to make fake meat for you fucking vegans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> if it wasn't. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Is it for the vegans or is it for people who want to taste meat but don't want the unhealthiness of the meat? 
Again, how? I mean, like, I know you like you shouldn't eat meat all the time. Sure. So, like, okay, yes. If you're an if you're an uncontrollable person who can only eat meat every fucking day of your life, <laughs> then yes, I guess a Beyond the Burger is fine for you. But I'm sure it's still. I think I know that guy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that only eats meat. I, yeah, I know him. <laughs> All right. Well, I, th- I I like the argument, and apparently our Discord does too. We got a couple messages about how this episode has been elevated, and <laughs> what what uh what part of my yelling and screaming did I fucking uh, quote the Bloodhound Gang? <laughs> I have no idea. I wouldn't recognize that. <laughs> we'll find out later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on to a couple international. International major problems, I will say. So, <laughs> over in where are we starting? In Pakistan. Pakistan. There's a professor in Pakistan who put out a video statement that is kind of scary. And uh, there's really not a whole lot of kinda about it. So, he put out a statement while surrounded by imams. Uh, saying there was an issue that arose that was resolved through mutual understanding. We've written some points in this declaration. And then he declares that, uh, I'm not going to go through his name because it's a long sentence, but uh, he says, with my, senses, with my senses, willingness and safety, bearing Allah the Almighty as witness, he starts talking about uh, his beliefs in Allah and the Prophet Muhammad and he continues into saying, I consider all intellectual and scientific ideas and theories that go against Allah's Sharia to be falsehoods, such as Darwin's theory of evolution. This is, this is a professor at one of the mm-hmm. major universities. Uh, he says, I declare that I repent all statements that I have made in seminars, lectures, social media posts, comments, and other gatherings to contradict the above above mentioned matter in the future. If I make any speech or written statement that is contrary to the above mentioned matters and the Islamic opinion, I will be found guilty according to Sharia. So So, while surrounded by priests, he declared that he doesn't believe in science in any way. I was a professor, but meh, you know, apparently I was wrong. Did did he say this willingly or did he, you know, blink out um, torture? while he was saying this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about the blinked, but it wouldn't surprise me in the least way. Yeah. These people have... Me either. Yeah. Pakistan has nuclear in weapons. In that situation, I would read that same <laughs> speech with significantly less pressure placed on it. Right. <laughs> I'm sure. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Basically, one yeah. of the, with the top professors and somebody who taught evolution previously was forced to make this video statement. I mean, it had to be or die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, tortured and, and imprisoned or right. threatened, family yeah. threatened. And not just you and your, but your family as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. While we're on human atrocities. That sounds like the religion of peace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, while we're on human atrocities, uh, street protester Muhammad. Oh, why'd I start pronouncing his name? Muhammad Gablak. Nope. Gobadlau. That's, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll give it to you. Sure. Okay. That works. <laughs> Uh, He was in a protest in Iran during the whole, you know, wearing the hijab and the woman dying and while after being arrested for not wearing the hijab correctly. And there was a lot of protests then. And, you know, we were like, yeah, people should protest. Well, 
This guy, who has been hospitalized for mental illness on multiple occasions, he was just, his life uh, was taken from him by the Iranian government. After the protest, he was sentenced to death on the charge of corruption on Earth. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Uh, His sentence was just uh, carried out uh, within the last week. He's 23-year-old. And just as the article says, stark reminder of the Islamic Republic of Iran's broken and twisted ju- judicial process. It was. It has been reported that he was uh, tortured while in prison in order to get a confession. Ugh. And then his trial was done in private without him having an attorney. Of course not. That's horrible. Yeah. So oh, just in case you weren't angry at Iran for Hamas, mm-hmm. Hezbollah... The Houthis, yeah, then there's this. They're killing their own people who choose to protest the government. In 2023, more than 700 prisoners were executed in Iran. Although, how many people were executed in America in 2023? Mm. Yeah, I am curious, but I don't know. No. That should be something that could be easily looked up. I know they just had an execution in, like, Oklahoma that they were all excited about. Was that the nitrogen guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was pumped about that. They're like, you were pumped about that? <laughs> yeah, that dude's part of history. It, it didn't work well, though. Let's go with that. Yeah, I heard he was... Is he still alive? No. He, no, but he was, like, convulsing and right. shaking around. and. Uh, don't I thought they did it with, with all the things. They have to kind of, like, strap you down. And it's I don't a, it's This a, sounds horrible. This is like a nitrogen asphyxiation thing. I mean, they haven't gotten it right since the guillotine, as far as I'm concerned. Well, and the, the, I mean, the crazy part of it is, is there is, you could give somebody a fentanyl overdose and it'd just be, you'd fall asleep and it would be, and it would be over. Yeah. People die on the streets of this country every day of fentanyl overdoses and in their homes as well. Um, but you can't do that because then a doctor has to be involved and doctors, Hippocratic Oath won't let them do that. So we have to walk this weird line between, you know, putting people to death and not doing it in a humane way. Because you could use nitrogen to kill somebody without a doctor. That's what we've decided we're going to use. Gah. Mm, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, that's really, if you're against executing people, this is one of the major winning arguments in my mind. Yeah. I mean, I am not 100%, you know, pro-capital punishment. I think there are some people that are irredeemable. But goddamn, you got to get it right. And how do you know 100% you're getting it right? And That's how do you do it? Like, he- once you once you realize you fucked up more than once, yeah, you know. And again, I'm with Karen too. There are some people who are just irredeemable. Uh, yeah, but yeah. And the answer is uh, fifty. No, that's the age of people. There were twenty four people killed in the United States with capital punishment punishment in 2023. So compared to Iran, we have a lot more people yeah. and killed a lot fewer. So yeah. There were. Where's Iran at? Seven hundred. Seven hundred last year. Woo. Yeah. That sounds like a horrible place to live. <laughs> For many, many reasons, yeah. <laughs> yep. I think just... Iran, I think the majority of capital punishment in Iran is uh, hanging. Mm. I, think I you're don't correct. know about all, but majority. Boy, we love fucking choking people. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stick with the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in Saudi, it's, you know, beheading. So mm. Way mean... classics. Back to the guillotine. No, yeah. You don't no, need no, a doctor no. to operate a guillotine. <laughs> Thank you, Joshua. <laughs> There's no guillotine in, in Saudi. Yeah, they need Big one. No, a sword. A sword, okay. Oh, oh. Sword. see, I feel like a sword, like, you really need someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, it's not yeah. heavy enough, is it? I mean, how many, can you get it in one whack? Uh, I think, I think there's a high percentage of their executions that are 
One, one take. Yes. Is it something racist, like a two-handed scimitar? <laughs> I don't. Uh, no. Although it is. Oh, a man, I'm just picturing a big Ned Stark broadsword. No, like. it's definitely not broadsword. It is. It is like a w- large one-handed curved blade. I guess it could be a scimitar. Yes. Um, but not the Alibaba that I picture in my head whenever I hear that word. Too late. I'm already there. They don't go chasing Aladdin around the marketplace after they behead a guy. Exactly. <laughs> Freaking street rats. <laughs> All right. Uh, back in the U.S., while we're on religious nonsense, there was a pastor who's been charged with cryptocurrency fraud. His defense? God told me to sell cryptocurrency. <laughs> uh, he, he says that, uh, well, he's facing civil charges. The cryptocurrency, he made it. It wasn't. burning NFT showed up in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he sold this cryptocurrency that had virtually no value whatsoever. He sold it and raised $3.2 million. <gasps> wow. And then used that money to uh, refurb his house. <laughs> nice. Um, why did On he God's do that? God's command. On, it was, was God's God command. <laughs> I don't know why God wanted me to refurb my house, but he told me to do it. Wow. So are true believer, I, are people, true believer, Karen, yeah. or not? No, <laughs> of course not. No, I was scam all the way through. Am I young enough to make a major pivot in my life and get involved with prosperity gospel? <laughs> I think if so, why haven't I done that? I just don't understand why I'm so lazy. It seems like the easiest ticket in the whole world. I could even go, you know, I'll invest in seminary school if that's what it takes <laughs> to give me a good base. I'm sure I could dye my hair. Yeah, these people will shave do, my beard, be a little more charismatic. Don't believe anything. Don't believe anything, Ian. You're right. Mm. What are you waiting uh, for? And yes, you are. I younger. don't know. You could start at any age. I really feel. Yeah, like. I don't need a degree. What am I thinking? This is. You, you man, know, I feel yeah, like I could. Ian, the only thing you need, I'll tell you exactly what you need. You need a very expensive suit and some fucking gaudy jewelry mm. to prove that you have been blessed. Right. Prosperity gospel. You, put, you yeah, you put your seed down. That's all, that's all you need. A little capital to get started. That's all you need. And these right. dummies will eat it up. Yeah, I'll let this fester for a little bit. I'll let you know how it goes. Well, you should. I'll, ju- really I'll jump curious. on board. I'll jump on board as the fake one. <laughs> so you get started, then I show up, and I'm like, I'm giving it all, Pastor Ian. Take it all, and then I'm gonna walk in one day, and I'll be like, I got a Ferrari, you fucking ingrates. <laughs> Worship harder. <laughs> Me and Pastor Ian are winging it to the fucking coast. Bye. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a nice time. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's hit. What, what's next? Uh, a Pew Research Center. They did a survey about the nuns. N-O-N-E-S. Mm. Those who have no beliefs. Uh, and the question in the article is, who are they and what do they believe? And why aren't they killing their neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> so according to the survey, uh, let me go through some of the, the, uh, the survey results. One, most nuns believe in God or a higher power, but very few go to religious service regularly. Most say that religion does some harm, but many think it also does some good. Uh, they are not uniformly anti-religious. Most nuns reject the idea that science can explain everything, but express more positive views on science 
than religiously affiliated Americans do. So basically, the nuns also include people who are just like, all right, Catholicism is bullshit. I'm just not going to church anymore. Uh, but they still think that there's a higher power, but they're just not affiliated <laughs> with any religion. Sweet. Keep doing your own thing, everybody. Yeah. Um, an analysis of the Pew Report by the Washington Post quotes University of Tampa sociologist Ryan Cragen, who says it may be an issue of outdated language. He <laughs> says, I think it's possible that these people don't believe in anything supernatural. We just don't have the language to yet describe what they do believe. When someone see, looks up into the stars and has an overwhelming spiritual experience of awe, they call it a higher power. But what do they actually mean by that term, higher power? Why does it uh, have to be a supernatural feeling of awe? Can it just be a feeling of awe? Right. <laughs> but a lot of people tend to associate <laughs> that feeling with a religious experience. Like, we <clears throat> actually have the term religious experience for that feeling. Perhaps we should decouple them. <laughs> it, it doesn't actually have any bearing on religion whatsoever. Right. Interesting. So the the but the, the nuns are winning more and more every year is what you're saying. Yes. Yes, they certainly are. Um I think I think there was a article, did we mention it last week that the non-affiliated have now surpassed Protestant and Catholics? Wow. In the United States. That's solid. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It definitely is. <laughs> and finally, our the final story I've got, UFO expert Billy Carson has warned us that Ant Antarctica ice station probes, you need to stop. You need to stop probing the uh, Antarctic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is an ancient evil under the ice. Oh. Oh, keep, <laughs> that seems logical. If you keep probing it, you're going you're gonna to find out, and we're all going to pay for it. That's a fantastic. It's going to be like an, like an ice ball rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking more of a creature that like mimics us, like in The Thing. They found that in the other Oh, right. that would be worse. I was going to say, I don't know if he was talking about if you just watched The Thing or if he's watching the new season of True Detective. Or <laughs> <laughs> He's really into Among Us. I don't know. Whoa, wait a second. Carson claims that the American astronaut Buzz Aldrin has identified the malignant threat that lives concealed within the ice. Yes, Buzz? yes he does. If you don't trust me, <laughs> reference this crazy old man. <laughs> He'll tell you what's what. I'm curious what Buzz Aldrin has to say about this, because from what I understand, Buzz Aldrin's a very, uh, fairly normal scientific mind. You know, he's not uh, prone to this sort of thing. Yeah. I was going to say, you would you would think he is an, you know, astronaut. <laughs> ah, well, yes. there were, uh, I did a quick Google and fact check. Buzz Aldrin did not claim to have seen aliens while headed to the moon. So that was from 2021. So I'm guessing that his, his stance has not changed in the last three years. So Billy Carson says that uh, Buzz Aldrin went to the frozen continent of Antarctica to meet with world leaders. And and it, it is true that, that Buzz Aldrin did go to the South Pole, but had to be evacuated for a medical emergency. Carson says it was because he became terrified by the ultimate evil. Oh, he was there with politicians, so... <laughs> he also cites a couple pyramid-shaped mountains in the Antarctica, saying that there are pyramids down there, so clearly aliens, and uh, the, the pyramids are to protect us from the ancient evil. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Y yeah, no. <laughs> 
I, yeah, like, one, I want to be like, oh, that's cool. He's really creative. But part of me, I'm like, nah, he seems like a charlatan. Yeah. He's not the good kind of creative. He might just be crazy. Yeah. I mean, I he does if... claim, he calls himself a UFO expert, so. Yeah, I think he's just trying to make a buck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he has a webpage asking for money. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not sure, but. It's a... I'm sure speed, paid speaking engagements are part mm, of his game. Probably. I mean, he's a grown adult who goes by Billy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so in any case, Billy Zane and Billy Squire are turning over in their non-existing graves. <laughs> I think they're both still alive. I like the uh, I like the different sorts of conspiracy theories and like cryptoids and that sort of stuff. And this <laughs> one uh, looked new to me. So there you go. Ancient Just evil under the ice. That's yep. a new one. Nice. <laughs> well, and I am a huge fan of The Thing. It's one of my fa- favorite horror movies, so. Just one of the best movies ever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got. You guys have anything else? $83.3 million. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I guess we didn't talk about Trump. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We just talked about his followers. Right. Yep. I, I would like to add in just the, the, the one sprinkle in the one little fact about this $83.3 million is that his only way to not pay her is to declare bankruptcy. He, if he appeals, he still has to put $83.3 million or more into an escrow account while the appeal is going forward. Because he's not broke and he has the money, he has to put it up. He has to give it to the government if he doesn't give it to her straight out right. Ha ha ha. Isn't isn't filing bankruptcy like his thing? I, I think some of his corporations have filed bankruptcy. This would be personal bankruptcy. Hmm. I, I don't think he'd do that. Hmm. I mean, if Hessen <laughs> Jackson, your point is valid. With Trump, has to is kind of fluid. Yeah, um, but she could just say, "All right, I, I need to take eighty three point three million dollars worth of your stuff now." So makes me happy. I just find it amazing because the first the first court case it was. What was it? Five million? Five million, yeah. And, and he gave... Be- because yeah, and- he because he <laughs> kept doing it, yep. they took him back to court, and now it's a total of 88 million. 83, but yeah. Well, it, total. Oh, though. total, he, yeah. He already total did 85. the five. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and he already, he, you know, for the five million, he appealed, and he put five million dollars in an escrow account out of his pocket. So, because that's how it works. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right, <laughs> all anything else? Negative. No. Okay, so I'm going to start wrapping it up for this week. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could be here tonight. Alpha, it's good to see you again. It's been a yeah. little bit. Uh, Grinch McScrooge, Hedging... Wow. Hedging Gixon, the, the, my word pad or whatever this is, just really tried to autocorrect your name, and it really did a bad job. <laughs> um, Hypatia and Mr. Joshua, we do appreciate the comments during the show and the feedback. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them, signing up on our Patreon page, or you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or by tweeting at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage people to check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network. You can find all the shows at soon-to-be-named-network.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.
someone